Dr. Chib, that's the Defense Alex, and this is the Blue Collar Dynasty Podcast. We're busting our backs, getting our jeans dirty, and playing next man up dynasty football. We're giving you an in-the-trenches dynasty talk every week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Born Football. That's B-O-R-N-E Football. All right, this week... We're bringing into you what you all asked for, a mock draft, rookie draft, of course. Uh, so me and Data Prince Alex here, we're going to, we pulled up the board. So I'm team one, he's team two, and we're just alternating. So I'm team one, three, five, six. I'm team one, three, five, seven, nine, and nine. And he's team two, four, six, eight, ten. All right. And so uh, we're just going to go ahead and pick who we think are the best players, uh, for this league, I guess I was saying. Any, now, I yeah. should should we talk about our? Are we talking about just in general here, or are we talking about based on our specific team needs? I think we have got to clarify that for, for for the fans. Yeah, we're we're talking just in general here for for dynasty. Figure half point per reception. We can talk a little bit about our dynasty league where where. You were expecting to have the one one, only have the one two. So, so that's why you're going first today. <laughs> yeah, as I should. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so draft philosophy wise, we talked about this like in our first episode. What's your philosophy? And you know, my philosophy this year is it's time to win. And how am I going to win? I got to think about this a little harder because it's about uh, it's getting real and serious. But I think we should share tips uh, to everyone like, okay, what do you want to do in the beginning? What do you want to wait to get? You know, things like that. What seems to be more valuable? And I know it can be league dependent, depending on how points are being scored. Um, But so for our league, you know, for example, let me, if I can, uh, a very valuable asset would be a dual threat quarterback. Why? They're going to pick you, if they can throw the ball and they can run, they give you double the points. Point being, our guy Alex, <laughs> Alex here, he there was not he was not a believer of Justin Fields, but man, those fantasy points. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Don't don't put that. I'm on. not saying he was I, on your team. Hey, I, I drafted him. You, uh, you drafted. I believed in him. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he didn't believe in him the way I believed in him. You know, I had to, I had to strangle him to convince him this is the guy. <laughs> And Justin out here was just, he was just a fantasy superstar, fantasy hall of fame off of one year, <laughs> just eating. And this year, oh God, he's going to be even better. You know, and I'm just going to call this right now. I'm just saying it right now. The Bears are going to get DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just going to throw it out there. They're going to. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. But anyway, point being, uh, one of the tips is a dual threat quarterback is valuable. Now, when should you pick up a quarterback? That's another question. Right. But what do you got, Data Prince? What, what, what ideas you got? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's important to bear in mind if you're in a one quarterback league with 12 teams that, you know, even though we love our quarterbacks in real life football, the quarterback position is so plentiful that it's really not as valuable in the start of the drafts. Like we're talking a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence is going in the back of the first round in his rookie year. So 
Um, you know, this year, I would expect something around that as well, um, especially since some of these guys have some rushing upside. Usually the first quarterback doesn't jump off the board until at least the 10th pick, um, if not a little bit later. Um, so it'll be interesting, though. Let's uh, let's get into it and see how it, see how it starts rolling. And um, we'll try to give you some tips and tricks on our way through. How's that sound? I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. So, Chib, you're up first with the 101. <laughs> Who are you selecting? This is not a hard one. <laughs> we already know where my where my my heart is on this one. Uh, number one, we got running back, University of Texas, Bijan Robinson. Let's go. <laughs> You know, that's a big surprise. No. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's an elite three down back, powerful, plays like a smaller back, shifty and quick, great hands, good all around, good pass blocker. Yep. I like him. All right, Data Prince, you're up on the clock. Who you got? All right. So honestly, I think. In the world of football, this pick is highly dependent on where people land, which team they end up with. Um, you know, the people in my mind are Quentin Johnson, Johnston, and Jameer Gibbs. Those are, those are two big uh, names on my, the tip of my tongue. Zach Charbonnet, Jackson Smith and Jigba. You know, all of those guys are in play here for me. Um, but I, I got to... I got to call out my guy, my number one wide receiver. That's Quentin Johnson. TCU? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't I put you on him? Hold on. You took the guy. <laughs> I, you definitely did. You definitely did put me on him. I, dude, dude, as soon as you told me to watch him, I, I watched him. Three three months ago, yeah. I, I love his size, strength, <laughs> separation. He's like, oh, that's good. Hey, you know what? At least, at least something good is happening. Hey, this hey, Chip. You know, sometimes I listen to you. Some, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like it. All right, <sighs> what am I gonna do? It's a tough one. Because I was the guy I was gonna go for. I was, I was the guy. I, I thought you were gonna go for a running back. <laughs> So I was gonna I, go for him. I've been think I thought about it, but I've been I don't know. Okay. I think there's I think there's just such a big gap between Bijan and the other running backs that it, it feels wrong to take another running back right after him. But I think landing spot will end up having us have either or Charbonnet. Ooh, that's a tough one. All right, cool. All right. Well, uh, I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta go for my guy. You already know the Ohio State University. You don't know who we're picking. My receiver, Jackson, Smith, and Jake, but also my brethren you know, from Nigeria. We here with it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. He's my number two. Ridiculous route running, great hands, good speed. I'm gonna throw it out there. If if in our draft, if they don't, if I can't get Bijan, that's what I'm picking. That's what I'm picking. I just gotta do it. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. 
And I'm gonna pick Quentin Johnson after him if if, if he's available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I, I'm gonna try to trade up and get Bijan over you. So. <laughs> Dang! Don't do that. That's so rude. <laughs> All right, 104. All right, this one, this one I do feel is is a pretty easy selection here. Um, Jameer Gibbs is by far, in a way, the the number two running back in this class. Um, what I love about him is he's got a freaky. He's a freaky route runner. He turns on a dime. He's slippery. He's got great build size. He's, a, he's more of a speed three-down back, but he really does have the three-down back ability. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, this is where I'm a little bit – I don't know what I want to do here. Uh, this is a high pick. I kind of want to – somebody's going to knock it out the park. Yeah. On the board, Jordan Addison, you know? Zach Charbonnet, Michael Mayer. Keishon Butte, Josh Downs, Devin Arcane, Jalen Hyatt, Zach Evans. Those are Hank Bigsby. I'm reading off of we're using Sleeper. And so this is this is off of their ranks here. All right. I think I know who I want. I think I know who I want. I'm gonna go with some, you know, there's a the guy I wanted to go with. I don't think he's in the draft this year, actually. I was thinking about this. The running back from Kansas State. What's his name? Mm. Anyway, I wanted him. He reminded me a lot of Austin Eckler. He's just a hardworking, healthy running back. But since I can't have him, I'm going to go with from UCLA, the Bruins, Zach Chirene. Let's get him. Nice. I like it. I like it. You know, and I, I thought I would be pretty low on Zach Charbonnet. And and I ended up not not being able to shake my love for him after watching his tape. Um, he's big, powerful, doesn't give up, doesn't give in, pile pusher, insane cuts, decisive, puts his body on the line to catch the football. And he's got enough speed to take the ball where it needs to go. He's He's the power three down back of these of these top yes. three. You've got you've got the elite in Bijan. You've got the speed in Jameer, and Zach brings the power. I agree. You know, it's funny. I I looked at his. I I trust his size. I trust his. I trust some of just his physical characteristics. I trust that a lot. And I trust the fact that he played in an offense that wasn't super simple, which means he has a high level of intelligence as well. So because Chip Kelly, he does not play a easy offense, right? He was that high intensity, high pace. Let's go, 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 go. Um, always switching things up. So that's, that's, that's kind of what made me lean towards, towards that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. I am very excited. Uh, with my next pick, I get to go with the Boutte. Ashawn Boutte. Where's he from? Is that LSU? No. Dude, you, you're you the one that knows the uh, 
the colleges. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I I get to I get to pay attention to them once they get to the uh, the NFL. But he he's a complete yak athlete. So he's speedy, strong. He's a receiver used on a lot of short yardage routes, good adjustments to the ball and route running. But his his real power is once he's got the ball in his hands and and he's kind of a freak athlete you know he he is he is a bit on the smaller side six foot 185 pounds um but he he can make guys miss in the open field and i i i really loved his tape he's he's my number three wide receiver in this class okay i like that i like that who this is tough now let me think. Let me think. All right. So there's a couple people that I'm thinking about, but I have a couple of fears. Fears is their size. They're so they're so small. Mm. And I'm like, ugh. Even though I know that um, some receivers get away with that and they do well, mm-hmm. it's like, but they're short and small at the same time, or they're tall and small. I'm like, ugh. Is that healthy? <laughs> and it gets me a little bit nervous. So, hmm. From Tennessee, the Volunteers, Chib, Dr. Chib's team drafts Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. <laughs> okay. I'm taking him, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's he's a speedy ball hawk. That's what I've he, got him down as. He is, he is, and, but he has that. He's not just about speed. He, he's he's running his routes. He's trying to find that separation. So, hold on. I need to write this down so I can actually draft these people. <laughs> draft I can, day. I can send this to you, too. Um, oh, yeah. My, send me my, my page? <laughs> yeah. My, my thoughts on him watching his tape is very fast, great long speed, good, good route wiggle, but – he in college he didn't have much diversity in his routes. So he for me, he's he's my sixth wide receiver on on my board. But you know, a lot of places have him up in the first, well, first gone three or four. Um I know uh draft network has him as number four. So you're not alone in loving him. Well, some people got him as number 10. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got one source that has them at has him at number two, so <laughs> he, he is well liked. Um, he's he's definitely one of those speed guys that um, you know it. He he actually kind of disappointed in his forty. He had a four four forty um, in his forty. That kind of makes me happy because you know pure speedsters do not do well in the NFL. That's true. That's so true. it makes me kind of happy that maybe he has other things that he's been working on or that he has that he can rely upon. Um, because a pure speedster kind of gets tunnel vision. Oh, my speed, my speed, my speed. That's what I got. It's like uh, maybe you're route running, maybe this, maybe that. Maybe working your hands a little bit. You know, there's other things we can do here. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. All right. With the 108, I am going with the next man up. We've delayed him long enough. Jordan Addison. A person I just don't trust. That's why I didn't pick him. Dude, I I don't 
I don't really trust him either. I, you know, this is where my negatives start is that my number four guy, Jordan Addison, he's a slim route runner. I think of him as, a, you know, he's skinny like Devonta Smith. He, he does weird things with his body. He's got good balance, good speed. He's very good at generating space. Route running is his top skill. But he did go up against a lot of bad competition. Yes. And what I what I fear about Jordan Addison is is unlike Devonta Smith, I, I think he's got he's got a lot of um, he, he doesn't have that top tier skill um, that Devonta Smith had, and no. and I, I think I think that is what made somebody that was totally out of the norm for the NFL, like Devonta Smith successful was his elite um, abilities in, in things, not just route running, you know, his speed and um, his, his ball handling and things like that. So I think at his best, Jordan Addison can be similar to Devonta Smith, but I don't think he's going to be the same year one breakout that Devonta Smith was. That is that's true. I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, one thing I do pray and hope for all these players, just stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the fear with Addison too. Is being being so skinny. You know, is he going to get injured more frequently than than some of these other guys? Yeah, like if you just stay healthy. I mean, that'd be a great, 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 great thing. All right, I'm ready. All right, who are you taking? Well, I'm not going to waste no time, y'all. Y'all already know what I need. Once again, from D, Ohio State University, Dr. Chip selects at quarterback, CJ Shaw. Come on down. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Come down. <laughs> I, I couldn't hold the tide back too long, you know? Nope. I did my best. It's like, ah, pick what I want. <laughs> yeah, you might. You might have ended up uh, forced my hand at like 112 if you waited. So, yeah, uh, it's a good time to time to take our first quarterback here. It's a great time. Yeah, he's he's an elite do everything quarterback in my opinion. He's he's got that very tight throwing motion, gets the ball out quick. He's got good accuracy. He goes through his progressions with nice touch. And and I I, I mean he's. He's the guy that's 6'3", 218. Um, you know, he's he's not a freak athlete like Anthony Richardson, but he mm-hmm. but he also can stand in the pocket, unlike Bryce Young, or Bryce Young, I should say, um, a little bit more and really have that stature to, to do well at the NFL level. And he's going to be a Carolina Panther. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it is going to be warm, but- like he played in the cold. Now you're gonna play in the warm. It's gonna be even better. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna be dripping with sweat. He'll be so unused to it. <laughs> now he's gonna, he's gonna be fine now. He's gonna be like, oh, this is nice. This is my place. So <laughs> all right. I think my only question with him is uh who are his weapons going to be? Um they great question. His best wide Panthers are gonna try to go get DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> 
There you go. But I don't think he will come. I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's looking for. He doesn't want to. He's not looking for a rebuild. He's looking for a contender. So I think it's going to be tough to move him. I don't know if he has a no trade clause or not, and I don't know if he's going to be in the conversation. Just throwing it out there while, while we're here. Who would you think is most likely to get DeAndre Hopkins, and who do you think? And we're in. Where do you think is his best fit? Hmm. A good question kind of kind of out of the blue but i i would say hmm <laughs> i was gonna i'm like hmm i feel like houston could really use a wide receiver also also a little tidbit thing deandre hoggins has never played in cold weather Mm. He played at Clemson, right? South Carolina, warm, right? Yep. He played in Houston, warm. Then played in Arizona, warm. Just a little, just throwing that out there. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I think um, I I think he would do well with the Patriots. Honestly, I think that's a team that needs a number one wide receiver. They've needed one for a long, long time. He's a good possession guy. And I think he could really help Mac Jones. They need a quarterback though, too. I, I like Mac Jones, actually. Do you I love think, him? I, I don't love Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones. The I, Hawkins is a quarterback he loves. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's that's where DeAndre Hopkins might not like the fit is he might not want to actually be in a position where he's not going to win. AKA, I think he wants to win, so he might yes. he might go to a place that he can do that. And you know, going down the list, I look at Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't even think about them. That could be a that could definitely be it. Ooh, if they did that, just send them right straight to the Super Bowl again. That get, get y'all hot and bothered. That's a good one. That's a ooh, that's a great landing spot. Especially if they they uh, just got rid of Juju. They just got rid of Juju. Yeah, Deep scrub anyway. And what the about, Patriots just picked up Juju, so I don't know. What about the Giants? No. No. <laughs> no absolutely not. <laughs> not interested. No. Hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is funny because in some ways there aren't that many teams once you narrow it down like that, where you know you could really even. The Giants, I mean, the Giants went to the playoffs and did pretty well with Scrubs on their team and Daniel Jones. So. I, I think they could make the argument that they're in the running, but I, I, I think any rational person wouldn't believe that, would know that they're in that second tier team. I'm going to give you a couple scenarios and you let me know what you think. Okay. First scenario that I think is most likely, this is my most likely scenario, the New York Jets. Without Aaron Rodgers, without Aaron Rodgers, him throw, throw it out here. No. New York Jets without Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets go instead of Aaron Rodgers, they go and try to get Lamar Jackson, no. and they try to take 
to try to pick up DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, oh, I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done yet. This is this is a wild scenario now. It's wild. No, I hate I hate it from the get go. It's wild. <laughs> and lastly, they signed Odell Beckham Jr. too. <laughs> I'm just and Dude, you're gonna have a triple threat. You're gonna have a triple threat uh, receiving attack: Garrett Wilson, Odell, and DeAndre Hopkins. Right? You have you have the. I'm gonna say you have the knowledge. You have the knowledge and experience from Odell and DeAndre to ensure that Garrett right stays on track. You have the competitive fire between all three of them that keeps them that keeps them uh, pushing, and. And with Lamar at the quarterback, everyone's going to be like, we got to watch the run. While they're watching the run, he's going to be throwing it up there. You're like, whoa, there it is. I'm telling you, if they were able to pull it off, that'd be one of the scariest offenses that we've seen in a while. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. I run it back. Dude. I know Brees Hall is, is still Yeah, um, yeah. But Okay. So, I got to say, you just the idea of that wide receiver room, not catching on fire at some point during the season because they're not all getting fed. I, that would be a miracle in that scenario with, with all of the personalities of Odell and Deandre Hopkins. And then, and then you have like Elijah Moore, who's this great up and coming wide receiver. Who's already disgruntled. I, is Mims still there? Mims That's perfect. Get rid of more. Get rid of more. They just brought in Alan Rock or Alan uh, Lazard. Yeah, they did. No, they no, they didn't. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah, he yeah, didn't find because he's fine. best friends with Aaron Rodgers. He, he won't. He won't complain. Um. Anyway, I, I first of all, Odell Beckham. I believe his personality. I believe it's uh, mischaracterized. They call him a diva. I don't think he's a diva at all. So I think they definitely mischaracterize him in that. DeAndre Hopkins, I have to, he's honestly speaking, he's a get a get get down to business kind of person. He wants to win. Like I don't, I've never heard him have like an issue on the field or off the field. So I feel like as like, and also he's efficient with his catches. If you think about it, he doesn't get targeted, you know, 10, 15 times a game. You know, they give him five targets, he catches his five targets, he got 100 yards. He's so efficient with how he plays. Number two. Odell has been playing the slot a little bit more, right? And I think he'd be fine to kind of go into that role. Um, but then then allowing uh what you call it, Garrett Wilson to kind of have his have his freedom on the outside too. I'm just I just think I just think it could dude, work. Dude, and you then have you, a good coach at Salah who can make it all gel. Okay, but then you give them a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball. None, another misconception. Lamar is throwing the ball really well these days, right? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Lamar played in a pro-style offense when he was at uh, um, University of Louisville, and he broke every NCAA record throwing and running, right? So when I, so in that regard, and, and I know in college, you don't throw somebody open. They just open. You throw it to them. I know that the difference in, in NFL, you throw them open, but his throwing has gotten so much better. People like other players have said, I have no issue with him, right? It's the way you're using him that's that's becoming problematic. That's just how I that's just how I see it. Yeah. I really believe, you know, I just believe you, in certain you, players that you I make the entire study. fantasy community cry if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I don't think, and I don't think it will take away too much. I don't think, but then again, someone will, I, it's honest, someone will lose out on certain games. Not every game you're going to win. Um, my other, my other one was going to be sending DeAndre Hopkins over to the bears. And then my last one was going to be sending him to the saints. That was my three uh, scenarios. The Saints are probably you just like to like pile all the good receivers in one spot. Only two receivers in the Bears end up going to be him and DJ Moore. Which, That's which so be, rude. It'd be balanced. And then with um the, the Saints, it'll just be him and what about Mooney and uh, uh Chase, <sighs> Chase Chase Claypool. Oh yeah, I forgot Chase Chase Claypool's there. I did forget about that one. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Again, so rude. Like <laughs> Chip was a GM. Oh well. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chase. You're just you're just trying to screw over all my guys. I'll trade Chase. I, I like I like Chase Claypool. I like Al- Alan Lazard was one of my favorite wide receivers. Straight up trade. I'll give I'll give Arizona Chase Claypool and we'll take DeAndre Hopkins. Straight up trade. No issues. <laughs> No issues. We lost the trade. Like, if I'm the Bears, we lost it. We're losing the trade. You got Chase Claypool. We got DeAndre Old Hopkins. Come on now. <laughs> all, right. So, all right. All right. You're next. Here we go. 110. Still back back in the draft. Um, I had a tear break that happened at wide receiver after Jordan Addison. So I'm still within a tier with Zach Charbonnet and my pick at 110. Which is Tank Bigsby. So, what I like about this guy, he's another speedy three down back. His jukes will widen your eyes, is what I have written down here. Um, But his ability to to actually choose holes is what will help, will actually translate into the NFL. He changes directions on a dime but he has the size to actually handle a three down roll. So he's, he's six foot two thirteen. He He's a, the optimal size for a running back, but he's, he's got the speed to, to really um, turn up the gears. So that's why I love tank Bigsby, and he's my pick at one ten. Okay. All right, this pick here, I ain't gonna lie to you, it is not a pick of it's not a pick of who I want. It's a pick of <laughs> it's a pick of huh, let me screw somebody over. <laughs> okay. This pick here from Roll Tide, University of Alabama. I'll pick quarterback Bryce Young, bring him down. <laughs> uh why am I doing it? Honestly, this pick. If I did this in real life, it would the reason if he panned out to be a great quarterback and I never used him, he becomes great draft capital, which means I can trade him away for something else, right? Because I may not want him, right? I may not care. And so it's not an emotional pick. It's more of it's very strategic for the future to develop. Or if my season is looking real good and someone needs a quarterback and they, you know, I can slide Bryce over to them for some missing piece that I need, plus an extra draft pick maybe. Uh, that could be very beneficial as well. So that's why I'm picking him. And honestly, I have four first-round picks anyway. So I believe I have the 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 privilege in this situation to make this type of decision where I can pick three. My first three picks can legitimately be people that I want, and my fourth pick can be people that I know that someone else wants 
or maybe very good in the future if they get a little bit of time. Uh, and yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're, and you're speaking a bit to our, our own fantasy draft and what, you know, what you're thinking moving into that one. So I can see your mindset there. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a tear break for me as well at quarterback. So I, I'm actually at the tear break wide receiver, running back, and quarterback. And it gets me looking over at tight end. So I am going to take a tight end here. What? It's not going to be the tight end that people expect. So Michael Mayer is currently the top tight end ranked um, on most people's boards. But I, I need to stay true to my board especially here pre-draft. And we're going to scroll down a little bit and get ourselves Darnell Washington. So what I like about Darnell Washington is that he, he fights for yardage. He's got good hands, ball tracking. He's got experience with the block and go move. Great contested catches. He's got a play against Florida where he breaks one tackle and has a guy on his ankles still pushing forward, gets – Two defenders in front of him is finally taken down by his own team, pushing him forward. This this guy is a powerful open field runner. He's got great quickness, and he he's big and yet also still quick. He's 6'7", 270 pounds. He's an absolute monster. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, my turn. This one is a pick of resiliency. <laughs> uh, I want to pick a play who I felt was tested a little bit uh, and might be a little bit under the radar and may may have a high ceiling. Now, I'll be honest, I do not know a lot about this person. I know a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm over here praying for this one. From SMU, the Mustangs. I don't know how to say his name actually. Rashi Rahi Rice, wide receiver. Rashi Rice. That's that's a really good sleeper. I I love that pick. Thank so, you. I, I aim to please. So he he's in that next tier for me, which I in my mind the tiers kind of the players will probably stay in their tiers. And the team will depend, the team that selects them will depend where they fall in that tier for me. He's, he's currently my eighth wide receiver, um, but he's an athletic freak, yak monster. And, and I, I just love this game. He, he remind he's very similar in some ways to uh, Keishon Butte, um, but he's actually a bigger guy. Um, and can can add some um, contested catch as well, but he's a fluid athlete, short area quickness, mm-hmm. good separation, a little bit raw, which is why he's so low. But but he's a great great athlete. Love that pick. Um, let's see. Well, you broke into the wide receivers. Um, I think I am going to have to 
move into my running backs. Um, so with the 2-2, two, two, I've got to grab some lightning in a bottle. And again, this is me disagreeing quite a bit with Sleeper. But I am going to go take Israel Bonaconda. Who that? <laughs> Look him up. <laughs> I'm looking up right now. Hold up. I probably should have the uh, the guys ready, but from the University of Pittsburgh. Oh, dude! I figured out who you were talking about before. You were talking about Deuce Vaughn, the Kansas State running back. Yes, is he on here? Yeah, yeah, he's he's draftable. That might be my guy. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh Panthers is where Israel Bonaconda is from. So mm, okay. what I like what I like about him, he shoots through gaps like a freaking cannon. He's got insane acceleration. And he's the optimal size again. He's 5'11, 215. He's a potential three down back. Um you know, he he does a good job in pass protection. Um, he gives good effort. And and I, I really like the way he falls forward all the time off of um, off of contact. So he he's my fifth running back and and I, I think a little bit of a sleeper here. Okay. I like the way you think. All right, I'm up again. Come from the land where money run as long as train smoke. From the university called Texas A&M, running back, Devon A-Chain. I like his character. He didn't have to play in the last game of the season, but he stepped up and still played, right? Uh, he put himself on the line. So I think he's really a team first kind of guy. And I think he'll, he'll mold well with, you know, whoever he's with. Uh, he had a tough year this year with the team. But I watching a couple games that I watched with him, he actually gave his best effort in almost everything. And I like that. And so that's somebody who's I think has a fighting spirit. Uh and I think then go far for a team. And hopefully that translates to uh wins and fantasy points for him as well. Yeah. 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 What, what, so I am I'm much lower on Deuce Vaughn than I think the consensus. He to me, what scares me you to my A chain. I'm talking about, oh, yeah, A-Chain. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, A-Chain. Let's see where I've got him. Ah, I'm also lower on on him than a lot of others. Um, so he's a small speed back for sure. Um, yes. Something to keep in mind for him is he's a, he's a kick returner as well. So he's going to make a team. Um, that's going to help him get on, get on an NFL roster, and then, um, and then if he can show up on the the offensive side of the ball, um, I think he can really stick. But but he's a small speed back. He's five nine, one eighty five, and he's got great footwork. His feet dart back and forth when he runs, and. Uh, he, he really knows how to change direction. So he could be, he could be exciting. Um, he re reminds me a little bit of Tariq Cohen 
um, but with a little less pogo stick. I'm going to make my next selection at 2-4. And I got to shout out my guy next on my list of wide receivers. That's Zay Flowers. Really? <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the the issue with the second tier of wide receivers is it's not as strong as some of the as some of the second tiers of like last last year's second tier was last year was like an abundant like it was crazy. Yeah. You, like I look at this second tier and it makes me think of Zay Jones from when the Buffalo Bills selected him a few years back. And yeah. and we were super excited about him and he totally flopped for us. And you know, he showed up four years later as as a really great wide receiver. Talking about 2022. But Dave Flowers could be the same. He he's either going to be great or you know maybe he flops a little bit. He ran a 442 at the combine. He's a speedy yak guy. He's got burst. He's got some power. And, um, you know, he's got a good running style when he's got the ball. So I'm I'm excited to see what the team could do with them. You know, I think about what San Francisco does. There's a lot of San Francisco-style offenses out there looking at, you know, again, the Jets, they don't need a wide receiver. The Miami Dolphins, they don't need a wide receiver. San Francisco doesn't need a wide receiver. But, you know, a team like any of those three, he would be doing really well for himself. That's a good one. Hmm. I wish I knew, like, off the top, the list of the teams uh, picking. Oh, to see yeah. who you yeah. are. To see who they might pick. I'm like, okay, who might I, who might I pick? To see, like, okay, because sometimes you can pick a really good player, put them in a bad, in a bad situation, and your pick is just wasted, right? right? Even though they're, like, excellent. So that becomes a tough situation. Yeah. All right, this, next. This list of ours is totally based upon skill. We'll, yes. What we'll we think, think, at least what we think. Yep. All right, my next one. This was a little bit of a weird one. Two. I pick uh, wide receiver Marin Mims Jr. I damn, we might actually agree on a lot of wide receivers this year. Is your take? He's a speedy one, and he has a great vertical. Yeah. Um, but I also know, like the Big Twelve. I just this is why I'm a little. Uh, the Big 12 has the leakiest defense I think I've ever seen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's, a, it's like his stats could just be inflated just because that defense is so his poor. And that's actually where I thought I was going to go with Mingo because he played in Ole Miss and SEC. Mm-hmm. You already know about the SEC defense. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll go with Mingo instead. So that's something to, I got to think about. Yeah. Yeah. He- in Mims, um, he runs a – he ran a 4-3-8. Yeah. So, he did really well in the combine. Um, that, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. 5'11", 184. Um, I have him listed as a small yak guy. So, 
you know, he might be a good, a really good slot player that, you know, with excellent hands, um, being able to make some yards after the catch. Um, yeah, and it might be situational, honestly. Situational. If he gets in the right situation, then we're, you know, saying it could be, I guess, you know, you know what, you know what would be a perfect situation? Just talking. As I think about it, what's the team? Buffalo Bills. For him? No, no. I was, gonna say, I was actually going to say, I was actually going to say San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. San because, Francisco. yeah, they'll just, they'll just know exactly how to slot up. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'll take it back. Perfect situation. I'm going to take I'm gonna throw it right there. Could be Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. They always are good at finding ways to use them. And they, they just lost their slot with Juju leaving. So, yeah. Absolutely. Or the Colts. I didn't even think about that. The Colts could be a perfect situation with that because uh, they do have a very creative uh, head coach now, right? Yeah. And so that could be pretty good there. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, I take it back. You know what we completely forgot? Sean Payne is the head coach of the Broncos now. So you have another offensive guru now who's like just thinking, thinking, thinking. So a lot of these play. oh, my God, I forgot all about that. DeAndre Hopkins going to the Broncos. <laughs> you know, and they're shopping their wide receivers, the Broncos are. So could could be an interesting trade. All right. I have to stop the slide of a certain somebody. This is this is me jumping a little bit on a bandwagon, but we have to we have to do it. I knew you were gonna do it. Anthony Richardson. You're weak. You're just a weak-minded. I, I am a weak-minded human. You should have waited <laughs> one more round because I was going to pick him up next. <laughs> Dude, he, he's, an, he's an athletic freak, developmental. Um, he's a, Right now, he's a run-first guy, but he can still stand in and throw. He can take a hit. Um, he's got great arm strength, nice, real nice touch when he needs to. Great footwork in the pocket. He makes dumb decisions. Form throwing. He's bad decision maker. There it is. <laughs> um, but he he also knows how to take one for the team and, and and stand in and take a hit. So you know he's. Let's see where is it. He is six four, two thirty two, and he was absolute lightning at the combine. You know, and that's and that's what he had to show. He had to show that he was the most most athletic athlete on the field, mm. and and that's what he did. So Anthony Richardson, wherever he's going, it, you know, this is assuming he's going in the top ten. You know, which it it seems impossible for that not to happen right now, but it could he could still slide. I like it. I do like Anthony Richardson. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. All right. So my next pick is. It's hard for me to pick this this player because this team did beat the team that I love in the playoffs. But my next pick is from University of Georgia, tight end 
Darnell Washington. Nope. I already picked him. That's who you picked first? Yeah. Oh, crap. I was going to say, I, oh, crap. <laughs> All right. I went ahead and picked tight end Michael Mayer. Whatever. Right. Notre Dame. <laughs> You're like, fine, whatever. Whatever. He's thinking of that guy. <laughs> Michael Mayer was weird. He's a he's a weird guy. Uh, he's thick <laughs> in every sense of the word. He's a he's a big dude. Um, he he's five pounds lighter than Darnell Washington and three inches shorter. <laughs> so he's he's got good hands, good route fakes, strong, um, but. I'm I'm concerned with how easy this guy is to bring down with the size that he has. But yet somehow in the open field, he's like super elusive, which really doesn't make any sense to me. It he's he's huge when it comes to um like run after the catch and elusiveness in the open field, but it it's just he's a weird guy. I, this this draft class of tight ends is so deep, but at the same time, they just they don't seem like the typical. Um, you know, you get the big guys and you assume they're slow, but they're fast in this class. And you get the you get the uh, the small guys, and they're like super strong. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. All right. I, I like your insight there because now it makes me rethink it. Will I even draft this guy for real, for real? I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the first time we talked about them, both of us were kind of like, what the heck is this Michael Mayer? He's maybe – I don't know why everybody's so excited about him. He looks he looks like he should be able to do more with his power, but he can't. That is true. I knew there was a reason why I didn't like I was like, mm, I don't know about this guy. All right. I'm finishing the clan at the top of the tiers of the uh, tight ends. So Dalton Kincaid, he's coming off the board here. I like him. Yeah. he's He is smaller and more agile than the other two, um, but he, he went to a smaller school. He's got the best last name in the tight end class. Um, he's a combo between elusive and fighting for yards. He's a good route runner, good hands, plays outside a lot. So he he's a true vertical receiving tight end. Beautiful. All right. Who you got at 2-9? Did they refund me? My turn? It is your turn. Oh, okay. This is our last round. No, dude. Like, we're, are we doing the whole thing? Yeah. Unless, should we uh, hurt? Should we speed it up? Should... All right, we're gonna speed it up then. Yeah, let's let's speed it up. We'll do we'll do light. Let me take a shower. <laughs> All right. Let's see who we got. What? All right. Cool. You took a tight end. I took a tight end. Do a quarterback. All right. This is more for 
Oh, yeah, I know who I want. Running back, Condre Miller, TCU, Horn Frogs. Let's get it. Condre Miller? Mm-hmm. There you go. Good pick. Good pick. Um, let's see. I am at 210. I'm going to go with Kenny McIntosh. MacBook. All right. My next pick, wide receiver, University of North Carolina, Josh Downs. All right. He's been sitting out there for quite some time. He sure has. Let's see. I think we... I think we've got one more person in my tier. Nope, nope. They're all selected. That was the last guy in my wide receiver tier there. Um, I am going to have to stick, I think, at running back and take Roshan Johnson. With the two. Okay. We absolutely hate Zach Evans right now. <laughs> <laughs> now who is that? Anyway, next <laughs> next week is going to continue. Wide receiver, Ole Miss. Mr. Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. All right, we're scrolling. We're still scrolling. All right, I'm going to switch over to wide receiver. You're really digging. Mingo is is a popular name. You are not alone in loving him. (laughs) That, That is truly the definition of taking your shot right there. Yep. All right. I'm not going to let him slide anymore. Zach Evans is coming off the board. He is he is too good to go any farther, but he is my first guy that I don't describe as a possible three-down back. He's, he's a two-down lead back. I have a question. Sure. Did you already take um, Tank Bigsby? I did. First round, 110. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like Tank. I forgot all about Tank. Because I remember, like, we have Tank. You still haven't taken Deuce Vaughn that you were talking up before. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take him. Running back, Deuce Vaughn, K-State. Let's go. All right. I am going Sean Tucker. Running back. He's a limited three down back, great receiver, solid all around back. Um, but there's some inconsistency cons- with his hands and pass pro. Um, he likes to make the big plays, but his snap to snap consistency is low. He's kind of kind of like um, Giants running back over there. <laughs> all right, next one. Three sevens. Running back, Tulane, Ty J. Spears. Nice. All right. And then I am going to finish out my tier here with Dwayne McBride, running back. That's a good one. Okay. Balance okay. two we're going on a little. We went on a little bit of a running back run. We sure did. All right, next one. Woo. Tight end. Oregon State. Luke Musgrave. Not bad. Not bad. 
I am going to bite a little bit on the tight end process here and make sure I get my guy represented here, Sam Laporta. All right, this one's a little bit. Uh, I don't. I'm not picking him. I won't do it to myself. Nope. 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 <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. Nope. I will not do that to myself. All right. We're at Next. Three eleven. Hmm. I said we're at the three eleven. Who you got? I am picking. Picking. Wide receiver. Don't screw it up. Hmm. I'm going to pick wide receiver Mitchell Tinsley. I'm going to go with him. Where the heck is he? He's going to be low. He's not even on the list, man. He has to be Mitchell Tinsley. Tinsley? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna go with somebody else, I guess. Yeah, I, right. I've got a I actually do have him on my list. I didn't I didn't know I didn't scout him, but he's 43rd on my list. He's probably just not in their system yet. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm gonna go with if they have him in the system. Um where did they go? Elijah Higgins. I think I saw him there. Yeah, yeah. Yep, there he is. He is here. All right. And then I'm going to grab my next guy at wide receiver here. Going Xavier Hutchinson. And that will conclude the third round. Oh, I'm going to pick Xavier Hodge. I thought you already picked him. Oh, you picked Macintosh. That's who you pick. Do you have your next guy? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I like this one. All right. What do you got? Give me Dallas Daniels. Dallas Daniels. Wide receiver? Yeah, wide receiver. He's going to be low. He's going to be real low. Why you uh... – you're, you're grabbing all the guys that don't exist. He might not be drafted, man. Find him. <laughs> He's not there. <laughs> but these are good names, too, to put out there because it, it it's important to note that everybody that we think is going to be great now, you know, there's going to be other players that pop out nowhere. So it's good. That's to true. See. All right. Let me know when you're ready with your next guy. Oh, it's my turn already? Well, because I can't I can't pick your guy for you because he's not on the list. Oh. Type him in. <laughs> That's not how right. I guess then I'll go with my constellation prize. I'll go with Tay Barber if he's there. Let's see. All right. Barber receiver. Finally got us all fixed up. So Said we were at 312. We weren't. We're at 311 still. All right. So, what was the name? Hey, Barber. Hey, Barber. He might be on here. I feel like I saw his name. Nope. I'm not seeing him. 
All right. You know what? Just wait. Stay there. Stay right there. Give me Justin Shorter. Okay. You're not liking uh, any of the guys up here? <laughs> I'm going to just start picking <laughs> based on how I feel. <laughs> I am going with – this is a little bit of my feelings. Mohammed Ibrahim. He's a little – he's a running back. He's a little older, a little banged up, but he could be, he could be great. So, worth the pick like it. at the end of the third. Who do you have next? Uh, I'm picking. Can you go to the um, running backs for me real quick? Yep. All right. I'm going to be picking Eric Gray. All right. For two, I am going with... Cedric Tillman. Bit of a value pick there. I like it. Back to receivers. Back to receivers. I'll take Rakeem Jarrett. Rakeem Jarrett. All right. All right. And I'm not going to do this man dirtier than we already have. We're grabbing Will Levis. I already have two quarterbacks, so that was on you. Not, it's not a team. <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> All right, next one is Parker Washington for me. All right, Parker Washington. All right, I'm giving some love to a guy, Stetson Bennett. All right, my next pick, hence uh, Hooker, Hendon Hooker. All right. And I think this is actually pretty realistic that a lot of these quarterbacks would wait to the end here. They're probably not going to be drafted super, super early. All right. I am going with my next running back. Got to scroll down for him. Yeah, they don't have all mine either. Um, I'm going with my second next. Chris Rodriguez. All right. I'm going with Keon Mitchell. And I'm going with Chase Brown. Wow, Chase Brown. And I'm going to go with Will Mallory. All right. And great tight end draft. I'm going to grab Tucker Craft with the last pick. All right. And that is our rookie first first ever rookie mock draft of the Blue Collar Dynasty. <laughs> and we sped through that one. We sped <laughs> through that one. That was good. I'm actually I'm, I'm liking it. I think I learned a couple of things. A couple of players I wrote down that you know I might keep my eye on to see if they do some if something I can uh, do with them. And it's my turn. Yeah, absolutely loaded running back class. Let's see. Wide receivers are a little light. Tight ends are pretty deep. Quarterbacks are pretty deep. So it'll be interesting. It should be. It should be. Well, that was fun. Yeah. That Thanks was for fun. joining me on the on the ride. And uh, probably time to wrap up so you can get to your other meeting. Let's do it.
right. All right, y'all. Thank you for uh, <laughs> tuning in to the Blue Collar Dynasty podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Born Football. That's B-O-R-N-E football. I think I have a tagline here. You do have a tagline. <laughs> Love, peace, and choose happiness. All right, don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Give them hell.